Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up, family? It's your girl, Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of Street Politicians, the, the place, place where the, the streets, streets and politics meet. What's going on, my son, Lennon? We out here in Louisville, you know, working. Fucky. You know, doing a bunch of work, so trying to do a million things. But we had to make sure that we supplied our street politician family, you know, with, with our news and with you know, our commentary and things they need to know. So we here. That's right. That's right. It's hot Kentucky. That's what I call it. Hot Kentucky. It's hot as hell out here. It is. It is. And it's also going to be a hot uh, several months that we'll be working in Kentucky to stop Daniel Cameron, the current attorney general, from becoming governor of the state. For those of you who do not know, uh, Daniel Cameron is the attorney general of Kentucky. He's the current attorney general who was tasked with um, with with finding justice for Breonna Taylor's death, for her, for the murder of Breonna Taylor. 
Um, and, you know, what happened was that the local police, I mean, excuse me, the local government in Louisville, Kentucky, could have prosecuted the officers, but they did not. Um, they turned over the investigation to the attorney general's office. That's important to note that um, the attorney general here, it has a deep love for police and for all conservative things. So he had already made statements, whether it be in his campaign fundraisers or at other times that he supports the police and that he would do whatever was necessary necessary to, to continue that allegiance to police. And so he's done that. He has really stood very much so in his word. He's been very clear. And he basically, he stuck to that in the case um, against the officers or for the officers who killed Brianna. Um, when, and, and this is not information that we're coming forward with. We're talking about what the jurors said, the people who were in the grand jury proceedings that had the ability to indict those officers for killing Breonna Taylor. They came forward and said they would never present it with a case uh, that would have allowed them to indict for Breonna. They were presented with something about the wall and how the neighbors were impacted by the shooting that night, but they were never presented with charges for Breonna Taylor. And so uh, when Daniel Cameron came forward to say that the jury did not find charges uh, against those officers for Breonna specifically, he basically made it seem like the jury looked at all the evidence, like he presented a case and they did not find, they found that these officers were not guilty of murdering her. That is not the case. He lied, exactly. He lied, he lied to the family, he lied to the public, he lied to the jurors, um, and the jurors, again, several jurors came forward to say this. And so now he wants to be rewarded for disrespecting Brianna's family and for circumventing the process for justice by becoming uh, and going to a higher level than attorney general and becoming governor of the state of Kentucky. And we certainly just cannot allow that to happen. Not at all. And let, let's say happy birthday to Brianna Taylor. Absolutely. And today is her birthday. When you see this, we it would have been her birthday. She would have been 30 years old. So we say happy heavenly birthday. To be honest, Taylor, you know, in, in her honor, you know, we we we've decided that um we're willing to work and do whatever we have to do to make sure that Daniel Cameron doesn't become the governor. You know, I think for me, it's 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 just the lack of character as a man. You know, for for you to be to call yourself a man and and look a, a mother in her face and lie to her, you right. know, to intentionally deny her justice and then brag about it. You know, part of his campaign and his, his video, he talks about how he wouldn't be, you know, he, he stood up to the protesters and he wouldn't be bullied. And he took pride in the fact that he denied a black woman justice. He took pride in the fact that he allowed the officers who killed Breonna Taylor not to even be charged, not, not to stand there day in court and see, or even be get the opportunity to be charged. He took pride in that. So any man who would take pride in coward behavior definitely shouldn't be a governor. He shouldn't even be the attorney general, but he definitely can't be the governor. So, you know, on Breonna Taylor's birthday, you know, we vowed to come back here and do whatever is necessary to make sure that that doesn't happen. So, yes. And so for folks who are wondering what that looks like, um, we uh, are opening two offices. There are two cities in Kentucky that have a number of 
voters who we believe represent different values from the attorney general, um, the black and brown community people who are in underserved communities. When you look at his campaign and also just the values that he stands for, who he is and the people he's aligned with, whether it be Mitch McConnell, um, Donald Trump and others, uh, we believe that in two specific cities, of course, there are other counties and smaller areas around the entire state of Kentucky, but specifically in Louisville, Kentucky, which is where Breonna Taylor lived and where we were stationed for four months while we lived here, fighting every day for her, where we've continued to visit for three years. We've been going back and forth to Kentucky. It's no, we know it's no stranger to any, I mean, not strange information to any of you who are listening and those of you watching. So here in Louisville, Kentucky, where we are today, and also in Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington is another area that has a high population of people who look like us and people who come from the communities that we serve in the communities that we come from. And so Until Freedom is opening two offices, one in Louisville and one in Lexington from now until the election in November. It's not a long time. It is go That's a short period of time from now in June to November. We've got a short period of time to fight this fight. And sometimes that works better for our people because folks get the opportunity to stay focused. And the main thing that we need, in addition to people coming down here and spending weekends and weekdays um, at events, knocking on doors, showing up all over the, the, the city, the state of uh, Kentucky, but specifically in these two areas where we're gonna be focusing heavily, we need that support. We need people to, to be door knockers, to be to make phone calls, even from wherever you are. You can be in New York City. We can get you a voter roll um, and you can call and inform people about who Daniel Cameron is and you can work with us. But also, it is not going to be free. It costs us. We, we spent over a million dollars when we lived in Kentucky during that four month period between our housing, um, the food to feed all of the 25 activists who were here on a regular basis living with us throughout the protest. We also supported a number of organizations. We gave out hundreds of thousands of dollars to smaller grassroots groups and people who have not, uh, you know, don't necessarily have access to funding. We fed over 4,000 people um, by giving out food and giving out produce and other things. Shout out to our brother, Trey the Truth, who uh, helped to donate several trucks of food. So we had that going on. Um, we had many different celebrities that came in using their shows, whether it be loving hip hop or uh, uh, Atlanta Housewives and just so many different people. Uh, Irv, um, uh, Irv Roland, who works in the uh, NBA, he had several uh, athletes to come and be a part of our efforts. And it costs money to facilitate all of those activities. It costs money to facilitate hotels uh, for some of those individuals. Some of them paid for themselves. Others, we had to cover their expenses. And then finally, um, you know, a lot of our people, they have issues. People are living on the street literally while they protest, living on the street, not having food all day. And so in addition to feeding mass numbers of people and knocking on, we knocked on thousands, hundreds of thousands of doors to get people out to the protest, to explain explain to people what was going on and to keep the local community informed. We delivered boxes of food to our elders and to families. We did all of that work 
for a four month period and some beyond that. But we also had to help and support individuals who were in need, who were a part of the protest community. So these are, this is a, it's, it's a lot of work. It's not easy. It's a lot of work. It takes a lot of resources and we cannot do it on air. We can, and I'm telling you right now, with all the things we're doing, opening the two offices, everything that we're doing, we do not have the resources, but we believe. We believe in all of you. We believe in God most of all. And we thank Tamika Palmer, Brianna Taylor's mother, for today donating to Until Freedom and asking people in Brianna Taylor's name to donate in her in the, in the honor of her 30th birthday to don donate $30, uh, $300, $3,000, and even more than that to support Until Freedom and what we are doing here in Kentucky. And so again, we believe in God, we believe in all of you, and we are grateful to everybody that's already supported us, but we need support right now to help us do the work of stopping Daniel Cameron from being rewarded for uh, being uh, a, 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 a hindrance to justice, an obstructionist to justice. That's so right. thank y'all for the support. And we look forward to continuing, um, you know, our work with you all today. Um, you know, I, as I as I sit and really just think about so many things that's happening in this country, my thought of the day is: I wonder if people understand all that it takes to lead a movement and their personal role. People often say to us, how do y'all survive? Like, where does the resources, where do the resources come from? And I would submit to you today that uh, as a part of my thought of the day, I would submit to you that if you have not donated a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, uh, Barack Obama won his campaign for presidency in both elections based upon small donations. $1, $10, $5, $20, $100—that's how he won his elections. That's the way mm -hmm. that they put an army together to raise the money needed for him to win. And if you haven't given, when you're asking how does it happen, know that you are a part of that process. Know that you are the person that we need to help us do our work. So please go to untilfreedom.com today, please, and give. $30, $300, $3,000, call your family and friends, do whatever you can. And if all you have is $3, then what, would, what do you say, my son? All you have is? All we need. That's right. All you have is all we need. So we're going to, we usually talk about a bunch of stories, but for today, we wanted to take the, 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 the necessary and appropriate time to lay out what's happening in Kentucky and the support that we need from you all. And we're going to bring our guests on because we want to talk about another issue. It's a little lighter, but hey, if you're successful at this next topic, you might be successful at supporting the movement even more. So let's bring our guests on. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, 
a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. Along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. That's how we own it! 
So today um, we're joined by more of our friends. Uh, they're new friends to you, but they're certainly not new to me. Two young sisters that I admire, boss women doing big, 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 huge, 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 huge things. Um, yeah. You know, I, first of all, I met I met them some time ago, uh, have been following them on the Internet and the growth over a short period of time, just a few years is really, really, truly incredible. I'm so proud of both of these sisters out there doing big, big, big things. Um, and I'm happy that I'm able to introduce them to you, my son, and also to introduce them to the street politicians family. Uh, our two sisters from, first of all, their podcast that is banging, banging off the chain is Diva Unfiltered Podcast. It's Dominique the Diva and Che Parker. Thank y'all for joining us. Oh my goodness. That was an amazing intro, right? We do. Yeah, that was dope. Like we right. don't really deserve. Like, thank you so much for having us. You know, we love you so much and we just admire you and we just thank you for everything both of you do by being uh, such activists in the community and doing the real work and really being on the streets. And so we're so excited to be here today. Yes, absolutely. And Tamika, I don't think we haven't seen Tamika since um BT Awards last year. And we ran hotel like Tamika. Yeah, we we see each other at events. Uh, but it's always like so good. And, and, you know, that's the one thing I do love about social media is that I never miss anything. Cause I was just saying before we got on here that I was just watching y'all swing around looking sexy in Jamaica last week, all week. I saw a lot of things. I ain't going to tell you, y'all go check it out. You can see okay. too. Because it's still there. The human corner, you did. Listen, unless it's on Instagram, of course. But, you know, it was an unfiltered vacation. We let loose. But that's really what the podcast is about. You know, we meet on the purple couch and we kind of let loose and get unfiltered, you know, being media girls and working in syndicated radio and on air and on television. Like, you know, everyone gets to see us in our professional realm. Right. But when we get to the couch, we really let loose and we talk about a plethora of things. It might be twerking on vacation. It might be what's going on locally in elections and pushing election day and making sure that we're out here in the community getting people registered and uh, aware of you know things like that and we just like to make sure that they understand that black women are so multifaceted like yeah. you know yes you saw us shaking it and we doing whatever on Instagram <laughs> but you know HBCU grads over here MassCom <laughs> grads over here you know and we've been working in our industry right now for like over 10 years and so we just like to remind everybody like what you see on social media like I think it went up because a lot of people don't really get to see us shaking right, right now. People don't really That's be doing what it, it out is. on the regular. We don't show you on the regular, but we be doing it on the regular. I know. Same, same. I'm going to see what's going on because I, I got to pay attention. Let me see what this is talking about. But, you know, I love, first of all, I just love your energy. You know, your energy is dope and I've been paying attention to you guys and, and I'm, like she said, I'm proud of you. I have never actually physically met you guys, but just watching you grow from where you are so how long have you been and how long have you guys been friends? Like, give us some background. Well, we don't even know how we met, actually. We don't so, remember, like, the day. We don't remember the day or what actually happened. We know we met down in the 757. Um, Diva was doing radio down there at the time. Um, and I was coming back and forth because, you know, I had a little boom, a little boyfriend down there. And some type of way we met and we just automatically clicked. And we would see each other at events all of yep. the time. And if you're not familiar with the 757, that's the Virginia Beach, Norfolk area um, where I was doing, doing radio. You know, I went to Virginia State and I started doing radio uh, in Richmond, Virginia. Then I went to the Virginia Beach area for three, four years. That's where Shay happens to be from. And being that, of course, that we're both, you know, media girls in the same realm, we just clicked from day one. And since then, one time I moved to LA, like yeah. a couple years after doing radio down there, like 
five years after I moved to LA for a little bit. And I was on the phone with her, like, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a podcast, like one of those podcast things, <laughs> like together, like in the same city. And it just so happened I moved back to DC in 2017 and we've had Diva Unfiltered ever since. And yeah. so uh, we're on season three season four right now and we're so excited to also announce that we will be uh joining streets tv on roku so it'll be available for you guys to get familiar with us if you have roku on streets tv starting every thursday at 9 p.m uh this month so yeah just stay yeah. tuned to a deep unfiltered instagram to find out the premiere yeah, it's going to be super exciting. And I think for us, you know, expanding to a new platform and also, you know, being radio girls, just so, showing women, especially that like you can you can present all the dimensions of you. Uh, we find that often, you know, when we show up in the world, we're only presenting as one side of us. It's almost like a, a Rubik's Cube. You know, you're showing one side. It's like the the family woman the mother on one side the career woman on another side you know and all of these other facets but we want women and men also to know that it's okay to show up as all of you and all of those things you know still still be true yeah so, my son i saw one time it came up on a burger club you was in a strip club down there it was surprised to see you down there yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, i'm like listen i go to the strip club like you go to the strip club you know, I'm Oh, I'm at the strip club for the wings. Hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a great exactly. excuse. I've used Definitely that one before. That's my that's my favorite excuse. The wings. There was nowhere else to eat in town. And Hello? to tell you the truth, it's not even a lie. When we land at one o'clock in the morning in a particular city, especially these small, small yep. towns where everything is closed, yep. the only yep. thing open is the strip club and they're the ones that got the wings and the french fries oh. and the food trucks outside that's my favorite I love and you know it's gonna be good yeah okay that's that's magic exactly city right. i don't know how clean it is i don't know how clean <laughs> it is but it certainly tastes good yeah, so don't think about it <laughs> but listen i heard you all talking about podcasts and you talking about radio and i want people to be clear about what you do so you have Diva Unfiltered, which is a podcast that the two of you are on together, but you both are on top radio stations separately in the D.C. area as hosts, right? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. So um, I'm on yeah. the Quick Silver Show with Dominique the Divas Afternoon Drive on 93.9 WKYS. It is syndicated in several other cities, but it's based out of D.C. Right in the nation's capital in D.C. from 3 to 7 p.m. You can catch me on the Quick Silver Show with Dominique the Diva. And uh, it's syndicated. So we're also in Columbus and we're also in uh, Cincinnati and Baltimore. And that is where you can also hear Shay Parker, honey, in the morning. In the mornings on the flagship Baltimore station which has been like such a joy for me and I'm still new I'm still new in Baltimore sort of kind of um, but every weekday from 6 a.m until 10 a.m um, so it's just funny how it all plays out especially when we come on the purple couch because I bring what I came what I went through this week be because of what she went through this week and then we just really just let it all out and say the things that we can't say on the radio I, yeah I so think that's the difference People don't realize as media girls and um, even, you know, your work that you do as activists, you know, it's a lot having to keep up with headlines. We have to keep up with mm -hmm. all the headlines, right? We got to keep up with the blogs talking about, with the uh, national news is talking about, local news, uh, state laws, things that pertain to Black families, Black men, Black women. We have to stay abreast of all of these things uh, all the time. And we have to be accurate with the information and we have mm -hmm. to 
sometimes formulate opinions. And yeah. so when we get to this couch, that's why it's unfiltered because it's like right here is we we keeping it we keeping it a buck with you. And um and that's what you guys will listen here or watch uh when you check out Diva Unfiltered. So as as black women in this industry, do you find is there like misogyny? Do y'all deal with you know any type all of that type of issues that I hear about? Yeah, especially with a, such a male-dominated industry and mm-hmm. you know how the music industry, radio industry can be. And so that is tough to navigate sometimes. Yeah, I think honestly for us, and I won't speak for you, Diva, but you can chime in here. I honestly feel as though we've I've been really blessed not to have to experience some of the things that, you know, other women or some of my colleagues have had to face in the industry. Um, I came up under, you know, an amazing program director, J1, and, you know, even mm. actors now, they truly do respect what we do. And I think it's because we come with so much, you know, assertiveness and discipline and respect for what we do. Um, and we're just really, you know, focused on how things sound and what we're saying and how we're speaking to our community. So I think that plays a a lot into it. Um, It's so unfortunate when we do hear stories of women who, you know, are going through sort of like sexual, you know, harassment situations in the workplace. Those things do absolutely happen. We've just really been blessed not to have to, you know, really have to fight those things personally. So, so in line with that though, um, I know it's difficult. We have a podcast as well that you all are on right now on street politicians Um, And we do a host of other things. Longevity is not easy, right? For women, for men, for all of us, and especially for women, because we are always looked at as, you know, our brands are not going to be successful. There's, you know, there's, there's not many spaces for us in this industry, but you all have been here for a while. I think you said your podcast has been, it's four seasons since 2013. 2018. Mm -hmm. 18. That's a long time. Um, in in the world of media, because the cycle changes so much. What do you think has been the keys to success? And while you're answering that, let's talk about like those gotcha moments. Like we see all of these YouTubers and people who are popping up now. They're trying to figure out what's the spiciest story. You talked about, Dominique, truth and making sure that your reporting is accurate. How are you keeping up with that and not being the first to jump on a story just so you can maintain your space in the podcast world? Well, I think we represent a whole plethora of people who also like really love what it is that we're all doing, right? And so when you do that, you have a certain respect for it and you do your your research about it and you feel uh, confident in showing everybody that, okay, look, um, it's cool, but you don't have to try to be the first to everything. It's more important that you're accurate because these are real people from where we sit being radio girls we get to see ce- celebrities as human beings right I get to talk to all the fans before they come for the meet and greet right then I get to go talk to the celeb on, a, on, a, on his bus it's like we get to see things from the whole point of view of you know talking to listeners who are just excited and knowing that celebrities are human too so knowing that it's important to be more accurate than anything than to be first and uh-huh. I think sometimes that you know the blog culture and you know the rest of the entertainment industry like we all really like work to get together on this and we have to remember that it affects like people in real life and if you have like uh-huh. a celebrity friend you might have witnessed them going through some stuff that's going on on the blogs that's not even true but it's like 
up for me, you know, in the meantime, <laughs> like if you're on that level with them. So I think it's just important for us to use our platform um, to do that. I don't know if I answered her, her question. To be, just to be responsible. Um, and I think what a lot of people, when they start podcasts, they're more interested in going viral. Like what is going to be that viral moment? What am I going to talk about that is really going to get people talking, even if it's not true? And again, for where we stand, we just don't want that to ever, you know, get confused with our brand. Um, sure. And what I feel as though our you know our audience and our supporters really appreciate is that we may not be talking about it first but when we do talk about it we're bringing a different perspective to the conversation because everybody's talking about it just like on right. the radio everybody's, <laughs> talking about, everybody's talking about the same thing like how yeah. are you talking about it what yeah. spin are you gonna put on it and sometimes we don't mind like you know making black girls mad by making us be accountable and talking to us about situations where we're wrong too, or things like that, you know, that they might not talk about it from that point of view. Yeah, absolutely. So, so where do you guys see your podcast and what you do in the next five years? Like what, what do y'all want it to be? Mm, that's interesting. Cause like we just uh, started with streets TV and I don't know, it's a talk show, but daytime TV is not ready for us, honey. No. So it might be have to be on the late night. <laughs> we really be cussing and saying all types of things. <laughs> You have podcast. We have a title called like, "Mom, you don't want to listen to this one," and, and they go and listen to it anyway. Because you know, exactly. so exactly. y'all are talking about controversial topics. Of course, you're talking about sex. You're talking about politics. You're talking about body parts. Like you're talking y'all about are... white men gone mad. Like well, they, they all always do. been mad. Yes. Really that's, that's the topic. Okay, yeah, but that's not the topics that Mama don't want to listen to. Those are those are the ones that mama supports. It's the other stuff y'all be talking about that, you know, kind of gets people excited. We, 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 you know, we see the controversy. And I've seen that Dominique had made the comment about Michael B. Jordan being corny. You know, so how did what, what happened? At, what, did you get a lot of backlash? Like, oh, yeah. what happened as a result of that comment? It was so it was an uproar. Like, the corny regret attack. It was okay. World War Three with the nuclear bombs <laughs> and trench warfare. Oh, it my God. crazy. In my comments for days, death threats, all sorts of things. And so, thank God. Death threats. Yeah. Yes. I really showed how they ended up bullying me and said way worse things than the word corny than I did. But um, they were upset about that. But look, I've been doing the radio since I was 19 years old. And somebody being mad about something I said is just another day to me, okay? I already <laughs> said what I'm saying. Like, y'all say way worse than them comments every day. Like, let's be for real. And that's all the perspective that I'm coming, coming to. I'm not doing anything for, like, shock value. Like, I had actually, in the context, bigged him up. Like, we all know that we need our guy to be at least 5 to 7% corny. So he can do all the cheesy stuff you want to do. Like, do picnics and take you on dates and plan dates. Like, you're not going to get that from Jaquan Drion. <laughs> I get you. So what and I want to know, like, I want to ask really a big deal, like keeping about what's really the big deal about that. So. And I think it really just showed how, you know, a lot of the times the, the people who are on the internet, again, are presenting one way and are just looking at, are looking for something to be upset about, something to release some anger on, or just something to talk about. And it was just like, okay, is it a slow news week? Like, are we yeah. really going to go this hard for the whole week? And they really went that hard for yeah. the whole, the whole. Okay. Well, that was fun. <laughs> So I want to ask a question, just as a man, right? What do do I, I? For me, I've heard so many different perspectives. I heard women that's like, you know, I don't want no corny dude that's just too nice. I want a guy that gives me a little spice. You know, some of them that might treat me bad might not answer my call sometimes. Or do women, I mean, what do women actually prefer? Because there's this this up and down. Because I've seen, we don't know what we want. Come on. Don't know. 
I, that's what I said. That's what I said. Is that. Like we supposed to have something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we know we need him to be like, you know, as you grow, you know, as you grow as a woman, you might realize, like, hey, you know what? I probably do need about five to seven percent, like, like cornea, just a little bit. But you know, different women want different things. I've heard plenty of women say, I love my husband. He is so corny. And every Sunday, we, you know, whatever they whatever they do. And like a lot of people that are corny as well hit me up and was like, Yeah, people call me corny all the time because I like anime, but I mean it is what it I mean, is. So Oh, that's funny. Call me funny the rest of my life. You just have to really have the voice in your head be bigger than everyone else's opinion of you. And that's one thing that we, Shay and I, try to let every you know everyone know as far as these days where it's hard. You can't say anything without someone getting offended these days. But I cannot yeah. allow you to stop you from being yourself and from using your voice and saying the things that you want to say, how you want to say them, because you're talking to your people, you're talking to your tribe, and you need them to find you. So you got to keep it real so that they can. I well, I, I I agree. I agree. And, you know, I don't know if anybody knows what they want in this society. I think we know what we want. We kind of get the essence of it, but we're, uh, we're ever evolving as humans. And so some things trigger us. Some things were okay when we were 19, 20, 25, 31, 32. Now things are changing in your life and your mind. So certainly, you know, I, that it is ever evolving what we want to answer that question. I will say that I watched some of the dialogue around the corny comment. And I think that um, what uh, much of the sensible pushback, I don't know about death threats and all of that, that's extra, um, too, too extra. Uh, but I know that the pushback from some people was just the idea that because somebody is a nice guy or not a thug and not so, you know, violent or, you know, uh, just profane, that it makes them corny, that we need to, as a community, allow space for people who are different to not be looked at in, in such a negative context that yeah. they are corny. And so I saw that. And I wonder, I guess my last question is, did you open up your thoughts and your mind and your heart as you heard more people? Because sometimes when I'm getting attacked and people are coming at me, it's hard. Like I reject a lot of it. But then I think what helps us grow is when we can sit back and pull pieces from what we're hearing and the noise out there and say, you know what, I see or understand this, you know, particular thing. And it's just very similar. A good example is Ebony K. Williams after her statement about whatever she's, I forget, the bus driver comment that was uh, our friend Tesla Figaro calls it bus, bus gate. Uh, <laughs> I love Tesla. Shout out to Tesla. That's yes. my girl. It was just so much for, you know, about the bus driver gate. Yeah. So um, I just, I wonder, you know, I wonder if Ebony feels different. I wonder if her interactions and the comments that were made from uh, uh, Ayanna Vazant, if that helped because, Ayanna, excuse me, because one of the things that Ayanna said is it's not whether or not you will date a bus driver, it's whether or not the bus driver will date you. Like we have to humble ourselves and look in all directions. So from your perspective, Dominique, as the closer here today, tell us from your, did you feel or see anything different and approach it from a different perspective? 
No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want you, Dominique. Like she, no, she did not. One of the behind the scenes um, dealing with that situation, what felt best was the people who knew me and knew my, know me and know my heart already was like, oh, they got you messed. Oh, they don't, they not familiar. And this is why I stand on what I said. You know, everyone's interpretation of corny is is their own interpretation, right? Um, and what I, and then that that wasn't meant in malice, right? You know, it's not that deep. But the reason why I said he was corny, I also stated, and I was very clear. I was just speaking on the fact that he likes to date white women, right? And that's fine. He can have his preference. But I did feel as though um, the Lloyd Harvey uh, publicity relationship um, really, really just made a lot of people forgot about his previous dating. And that's his thing. But when it comes to me, I'm always going to root for Black love first. And a lot of times it seems as though whenever you are for or pro-Black love, then it gets turned into, oh, well, she must hate this. No, I'm not the girl. Let's look at the interracial couple like all right i'm not even looking at y'all i'm the girl that's telling my sister over here like girl don't worry about him he's corny anyway come on let's have a drink or whatever the case may be so that was the reason you know my reasoning and i shared my reasoning and it was just because you know i'm pro black love and that's it you know we have some people in our community who will take the time to explain to people that are not of our community why they said to say they you know the things that we say and why we do what we do and i'm just not one of those people because i don't have time for that i talk on the radio i talk a lot of shit all day every day from the podcast to your airwaves so they're just gonna have to stay mad honey he's all right and I also bigged up a lot of my favorite corny men out here in this world and let me tell you they don't have a shortage of money or women honey so that's fine you wear that loud and proud out there okay because we need you out here <laughs> you know the, the reality is is some of us was corny there was a stage that people was corny like you could probably look back at your old I look okay. back and say when I was in junior high school that I might have been a little corny. I had to uncorny myself. I had to grow Listen, out I of this. I won two belts one time. Like, why yeah. did you let me wear a belt up here? And then I, I had, I'm yeah. like, and you to look and say, you, and I have to, I, I know gotta I'm own that sometimes. You got to own that. If corny is synonymous with intentionality, with, I'm not, and of course we, I hear you about the white women thing. That's a whole different show, different conversation. Matter of fact, y'all need to invite us Separately, or yes, yes, we'll get into an argument, me and my son. So, separate, yeah, separate invitations so we can talk <laughs> about people, people on podcasts and shows like yours that talk about all types of issues. Often, just like my son said, you know, this guy saw him in a strip club and was like, Oh, you know, what you doing here? I have the same problem with my friends, my sisters that do all types of things. They'll be like, oh no, we can't talk to you about sex toys or this. And I'm like, yo, I'm just a regular person. I can talk about any issue just because I get out in these streets and I'm pushing peace and pushing justice and pushing equity and all of that doesn't mean that I don't also have my own life and experiences and things that I could talk about on the other side. But so, no, and in that vein, if he's corny, and it means that he is calm and stable and willing to be intentional about our relationship, honey. Send him. Okay, all right. And that's what we say. Get you some cornball. I think, I think what it means. Cornball. People, 
people project from what they have experienced. So if your experience has been people calling you corny because you have been intentional or because you're not a thug or because you're calm, you're taking that with you and how you're responding to her comment. But she never said any of those things. I said, we we <laughs> love the fact that he rented out an aquarium for his girlfriend because that's what corny men do. How and that's why you need to get you one. And that's why I'm fi- I'm trying to look for one. I, I want to jump you a cold ball. I can find one. Are Real both stuff. of you single? It's Look, we have to go. We got to go to stay here and talk all night. But are both of you <laughs> single? Who's asking? Who's uh, asking? Me. Your sister is asking. Honestly, I ain't really been single since 2009, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Fine. No. No. Okay. So situationships is, are fine, but I mean not married. That's what not I'm married. Asking. Not married. Not, not married. married. We are single. And you know what? Horny guys. Sign up. Sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we love this to seven percent. Five to seven percent. Five to seven. Five to, yeah, yeah. On the yeah, exactly. We're just messing with y'all. <laughs> I love we it. love y'all so much. And again, we look forward to an invitation for separate interviews Absolutely. on the podcast. Uh, you know, I want to thank both of you because you've covered our work. You call me from the street while we're out in the middle of the protest and try to get us on the air to talk about what we're doing um, around this social justice movement. Keep being a voice. You you all are two beautiful young women. You're you're well spoken. You're quick. You're witty, and you're courageous. And that's what's important. And so, and you're yeah, successful. Thank God you bless y'all. Y'all got, y'all got about two percent corny, but yes. Yes. <laughs> thank you. That's all I need. See, you can. Now, I love y'all. Keep doing. What you do. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep Thank it up. Thank y'all so much you. for having we appreciate us. We really, really appreciate it. It means so much. Diva Unfiltered podcast with Dominique the Diva and Che Parker. Thank y'all so much for joining Street Politicians. Thank, Thank you, you again. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. 
Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit Ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Dope, mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, they dope. I love, nah, I love the energy. And you know, and and and, and I just want to say, you know, people people get so wrapped up in what somebody else's perception is, or mm. what somebody else's definition of something is. If you see me as corny, right? Only only way you really it matters to me what you see me as is if you matter to me, right? So if a stranger sees me as a corny individual, why why would I take it personal that you see me? And then I have to think about, all right, what is your definition of corny? And if certain things that I do, like, oh, you, you, you outside, or you do this and you do this, those are things that I do, and those are things that they may see as corny. So is that right or wrong? It's their perception. You can't take somebody's perception away from them based on what you think. You know, your definition of corny and my definition of corny is two different things. You know, and people get mad. You know, that's some corny shit. What you mean corny? Well, I can break down why I think it's corny. And you might not agree with those things, right? You might not agree those reasons make somebody corny, but that may be my definition of corny. So corny is just... I I agree with you, but I also think that there's a negative narrative out there about Black men that we have to be very careful about, right? So when, when we make the statement that Michael B. Jordan or someone like him who we don't know anything about what he does behind the scenes every day. He could be the thuggiest thug. He could be shoot him up, bang, bang. He could be popping pills, doing drugs, selling drugs. We don't know, right? Life reveals things about everybody. And it's um, corny drug sellers and, and, and shooters. No, there are. There is. Yeah, okay, it's corny. It is, but, but there is a narrative that has been pushed to our children, that in order for you to not be corny, then you need to be these things that can often be dangerous to yourself and to your community. And well, I'm I don't saying- push that narrative. I'm just, well, I'm saying that that is a narrative. It is an issue. It's like saying, I saw a video the other day where a young girl was like, you know, 
when I, the way I speak, I, I've been, you know, I, I, I speak pretty proper and people say, oh, you sound like a white girl or you're trying to be white. And so the, the narrative has become that all the things that's positive and that's good about us can be looked at as corny or acting white or in a way that makes a young person who has the potential to be all of these great things feel like, nah, that's not the path that I want to take because it's, or they, or they think it's corny. So we're, I'm just saying that that's one of the, that's, that's some of the feedback. And it's very similar with the Ebony K. Williams piece. It's like, you know, a bus driver can actually be better to you and be a better man than somebody who might have millions of dollars that beats your ass and cheats on you and has children out of wedlock, right? So it's just that we have to be careful with the power of our tongue and how it influences our young people. What you're saying makes perfect sense. And what Dominique is saying makes perfect sense also understanding who they are, the young people, the, you know, the way they talk. That to her, she didn't feel like she was disrespecting um, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'm just saying that in the context of how of the labels that we as black folks fight against and how we're trying to help our children understand that going to school to get educated, becoming, you know, a, 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 a professional, uh, 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 you know, having a professional job and, you know, staying out of trouble, staying off the streets, not being violent, those things, we want to make sure that they don't become synonymous with being corny. So I think that's where some people yeah, will come. I, I think that makes sense. I just, I also just think that there are, like, there's there are people who are trendy and there are people who are square, right? It's there, there, there's the square person who who wants to stay home and watch and read and watch TV all the time, right? They're not really into the the cultural things. They don't really want to be involved. They don't like to hang out, and and that's your preference, right? But there are, there are other people who see that as something that they love. They love. I want that type of individual, right? I think maybe I think maybe the connotation and the word corny. Maybe we need to change it into something else because for me, corny is not someone who is is uh, you know someone who is a straight and narrow square individual. We usually call it square because that means that they go straight by the book. You know, they don't they don't they don't really bend much. They're not very flexible, you know. So that that's something. I think corny for me is someone who tries too hard. That's what corny is to me. Corny is someone who is a trying to be like you have people who because they have money they want to show off and they want to make you think that they're bigger than they are and they pull out their money and they try to look down on other people. That's corny to me. You know, that's those are the a, I call corny. Corny. I think there are a lot of reasons why people can be corny and a lot of different ways. corny mm -hmm. fake whatever i'm just saying that the power of our words is important and when and i'm and i what i all i was talking about is that the backlash doesn't just come from people who are sensitive and just feel like oh you you calling me corny the backlash may also have come from people who know that they're raising a son or a daughter right now I, I remember somebody in my family told my brother who works really hard every day. He's a hard worker. He works in a factory, takes care of his family. They like, man, that's corny, right? Because that is that sometimes becomes um, where people's mind go when they see a person like a Michael B. Jordan or somebody like that who we believe has this stellar 
life and future and career and is doing it all the right way. Again, we don't know anything because I didn't even know he dated white women. I had no idea about that, but all things are revealed. And we just have to be careful because our kids seem to believe, some of them, that to do the right thing is to it's be cool. Funny. Okay, I, I agree with that. I definitely so, agree with that. Anyway. Anyway, you know, so we agree with that. We we found we found some common ground. But um that brings me to my I don't get it. And it's a topic that you posted on your page today. And it was really crazy to me. I just don't get how we got to a time. Well, I think we've always been at the time, but the blatant disregard for this black life that white people just shoot you randomly and kill you randomly. You got, you know, Jordan nearly choked to death by a white man. You know, you have um this lady, what is the lady's name to me? Oh my God. Oh, it just her name, Ajiki Owens. Ajiki, Ajiki Owens. Owens. Um, now, I just yeah. don't get how she just was a white woman decide that she's gonna shoot her through the door because she went to have a conversation about her hitting one of her children, right? And she went to have a conversation with the woman. The woman shoots through the door and, and she was brought down for questioning and then released just back into, like, how are we allowing people to just kill people and just go home? That don't yeah. happen for black people. Show me the black person that shot somebody through their door, that shot somebody, that even shot somebody in self-defense. That they yeah. knew, yo, somebody was coming to kill. They shot him and they walked out the precinct the day without being charged for anything. And that I'm just saying, and looking, I, I just don't, don't understand want, it. I don't want us to just keep calling her the white woman. I want to make sure we put her name out. Susan Lorick? The same way that they do ours. Exact, exactly. Susan Lorick um, is the white woman who shot her neighbor, uh, which is Ajiki Owens. Um, shot her after an encounter with uh, the with, where Susan Lorick had with her son, her 12-year-old son, AJ's 12-year-old son, um, in which she hit him with a rollerblade. Uh, and she was detained for a few moments just to give people the proper context. We're going to talk more about this story as we now met the family. We're working with them. Attorney Ben Crump is on the case. And we're going to talk more about this. Um, but to your point, we're living in a time, we're living in, 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 a, in a society, and I guess it always has been, right? Because when they picked up Carolyn Bryant, or ne not necessarily picked her up, but when Carolyn Bryant told her story that Emmett Till whistled at her, those white men went down to the precinct for a few moments, if at all, they were questioned and they left and that was the end of it. And that's because the system, the current system of policing across this nation, the current system does not work at all. It's throw it in the trash. It is not working. And we constantly see these things over and over again. But the media campaign of elected officials and other Black folks that look like us will have you believing that you must have police in your community in order to be safe. And meanwhile, the police are there and you're still saying your communities are not safe. So you're still saying the community is not right. safe. The shootings are still happening and the police are everywhere. So what the hell 
will you say now something needs to be done we need to get back into the streets today so we've got to close street politicians um and 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 close this episode um and come back and talk with you all some more uh later during the week but there are there's so many different things going on and a lot to uncover and i just want to remind you to go back to untilfreedom.com go to until freedom if you already gave go back and give again because you might have an extra five dollars that you're able to spare after listening to us talk now about a new case that we've gotten involved with, which is our sister Ajiki Owens, AJ, uh, in Ocala, Florida, where we're going to have to travel soon to ensure that a white woman, Susan Lorick, is arrested for shooting, for first of all, assaulting her, the son, a 12-year-old child, and then shooting the mother to death. Lord have mercy. So that brings us to the end of another show. Shout out to Dominique the Diva and Shay Parker. Divas Unfiltered Podcast, amazing young ladies, man. Please check them out. They are hilarious. They're witty and they're beautiful young black queens. So thanks for having them. Um, we got to go back to do this work, man. Thanks to everybody at Street Politicians who, who supports us, that makes us the number one podcast in the world. We appreciate you, man. Continue to show us love. Hit us up at Street Politicians Pod. Let us know what you want to hear, what you don't like, what you do like. Continue to support us, man. We love you. And we're out. Once again, I'm not going to always be right. Tamika D. Mallory's not going to always be wrong, but we will both always, and I mean always, be authentic. Happy birthday, Breonna Taylor. Happy birthday, Bree. Bree, wait. Listen to Street Politicians on the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. And catch us every single Wednesday for the video version of Street Politicians on iWomen.tv. That's how we own it! AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.